Hi, Mom. Hi, Megs. Welcome back to our podcast, What's Your Take? We are a mother-daughter duo. And we're discussing all the things. Should we talk about our, our guest before she gets here? Yes. Maggie, I am so excited. Me too. Kaylee Looney is someone I met. I had the privilege. I heard about her before this summer, but I had the privilege of meeting her officially through a conference with NC WIT. And Which I is? say NC WIT, it stands for National Center for Women in Information and Technology. And Kaylee was one of our guest speakers on one of the conferences yeah. this summer. And I just love her story. Yeah. And and I'm very excited and for our listeners to hear her story yes. and learn more about what she has going on in her life. And I'll post a picture of the Reinvented magazine for everyone to see yeah. what it looks like. Yeah, well, don't spoil her. <laughs> <laughs> so she's going to, she is um, an aerospace engineer and works with L3 Harris Technologies right now. But we're just really excited to have her on yeah, our very podcast. Excited. We had a little, um, I don't know if I can say this, we already met her. Yeah, we did over yeah. a Zoom earlier, and yeah. she has a great story. Yeah, but I'm does. excited to. She talks about mental health too. And yeah, and she we'll get into that. And, and they have an Instagram, so we want to make sure they Vintage Magazine. I'll be shouting them out. Do you on follow our Instagram? Yeah, we follow. I, I need love it. Yeah, some of their recent posts are things that are so relevant for everyone, such as little things like tips for the interview. Yeah, just see what is the last um, post. How to ace your interview. And what I I need that love that about this was talking about the interview process. Tip one, do your research. Tip two, ask the interviewer unique questions. This shows them that you are genuinely interested, not just wasting anyone's time. So do you think she's gonna judge us on our I hope not. So, um, tip three, think out loud. We that don't we don't like hearing this too often. We we can't be perfect. I like this one. Tip four, say thank you. People always talk about first impressions, but Sending a thank you note can make all the difference yes. after the interview, even though if you... Even a thank, like, not even just an email, but a note. A note. I think thank you notes make a big difference. Send a thank you. No matter, it could be, I think it could be an email as well. You know, that's a good question for our listeners to chime in. Yeah. I, I, I just wonder... question. Yeah, we'll post that. Because I, I think paper, you know how much we love getting something yeah, in the but what if something gets lost in the mail? That's what I always worry about. Yeah. What's the worst? that can happen they don't get it but I hear you know what then are you gonna like send an email and be like did you get my I don't know I know I don't think I'd ever send a letter to be honest I think I just do but I'm not trying to diss anyone's advice I guess how often do you not get something in the mail? I don't know. If you have the correct address. True. Anyway. Let's post that on your next. Um, <laughs> All right. You well, know, like, you do this little questionnaire yeah, things. Yeah. Those are fun. Okay. Um, you mail the letter right after, but what if they don't get it until after they a, selected a candidate? Uh, oftentimes, in my experience, the decision isn't made. I think an email, thank you, definitely. And then maybe a, a, a note card as well. Why not do both? You know, yeah, because um, sometimes decisions aren't made within 24 hours. Yeah, yeah. When they're interviewing people, yeah, you know, it could take a week or goes to the next level and whatever. So if it doesn't happen, still thank you yeah. for the experience. I really appreciate fun. it. Uh, what else do we shout out? Follow us on Instagram. Yep. At what's your take pod. Yep. And if and you, at reinvented and let's and reinvented magazine or reinvented magazine. Well, without further ado, let me just make sure. Um, Kaylee from reinvented. 
magazine. We're excited to have her on. We are really excited. And I hope you guys enjoy the interview. How are you? Good. We have all your magazines right here. Yeah. <laughs> we are just checking in. So you're still in Florida, right? Yep, still yeah. in Florida. <laughs> yeah. Any plans for this next week coming up or Friendsgiving? <laughs> Friendsgiving. I don't think so. Besides homework and projects, I don't think we're doing anything big. My family's up in New York, so they're not going to make it down. Uh, so yeah, we'll see. I know. The holidays are going to be kind of different this year for a lot of people yeah just sad yeah they were hoping to come down for christmas but a lot of the northeast states shut down entirely again yeah i know so i can't believe i know sure about christmas that's like in denver apparently right now one in every 64 people has covid oh my gosh really Uh, so i'm like not leaving my house we're in denver at the moment (laughs) i'm over at maggie's apartment this time um so kaylee i just maggie started recording and then she edits it as we yeah. go along but i just want to say thank you oh, oh sorry i know <laughs> turn off your notification i want to say thank you so much for being on this what's your take podcast this is going to be you, really Kaylee. fun to have our listeners hear all about what you're doing and i just appreciate it first of all number one congratulations on being a finalist for the women in tech network in this rising NC winners, I think, that are finalists, both in the staff and students. I am so excited. So, what don't you do, Kaylee? (laughs) So, I don't know. What an honor. I mean, how did you find out about that, that you were a finalist? Did you get like honestly, it was super disorganized. Like, I found out when they tagged me on LinkedIn. I still haven't gotten an email that's like, congrats, you're a finalist. You should come to the the show on December 3rd to see if you... Wait, that's crazy. They just tagged you? Yeah. And I feel like LinkedIn, get I get so many notifications just from like, add me to your network. So I would have probably like, I feel like it'd be easy to look past something like that and not know. Yeah. Like if you're not yeah. looking at LinkedIn all the time. They didn't tag me on Twitter. They didn't tag me on Instagram. Like they posted on all of their platforms, but LinkedIn was the only place they tagged me. And I was like, uh, oh, good thing I checked LinkedIn today. Cool. So it's almost like <laughs> December 3rd, you'll, you'll find out. But what an honor to be a finalist. For, it's a rising star women in tech. Huh? I'm so proud of you. I know, that's great. Well, I was telling Maggie again, I, I remember hearing so much about you, but I felt like I officially met you this past summer when you would help be our guest speakers with some of our C4C conferences. And um, we just would love to have you share your story a little bit about, you know, how you, thinking back to, you know, we've heard a little bit when you were middle school, high school, kind of what brought you to where you are now, just a little bit of background for our listeners to hear um, you know your background in education yeah. and your career and like then, how you got to where you are and now. And then of course we want to hear all about reinvented as well. <laughs> so yeah, can I you start that. off by telling us a little bit about how you first became interested in computer science? Yeah, sure. So I, I I think was probably one of the luckiest daughters in the world. 
Both my parents were actually engineers. Um, My mom was actually the money maker in the family for a while. Um, But she uh, she was, and she'll kill it, was a naval engineer. Sometimes she says she's a marine engineer, so it gets confusing. But what she used to do was um, design all of the plumbing for aircraft carriers, like the really large Navy ships where the the fighter jets would land on. So she, you know, I, I used to grow up with these schematics for fighter jets and aircraft carriers like all over my my house and I was still like the the daughter who was like okay let's go watch Project Runway I wanted to be a fashion designer and if you saw pictures of me way back when you would absolutely know like the world was not ready for my terrible fashion sense like things worked out the way they should have and so come sixth grade my mom kind of gave me this little nudge Um, we saw a ad in one of the Girl Scout magazines for you know they just won the Motorola grant for a first robotics program my mom was like why don't you try out first robotics and I was like oh no mom I'm gonna be a fashion designer or you know maybe I'll be a teacher or whatever but robotics like the no um so she pretty much dragged me into this meeting like by my ear and sat me down and was like we're just gonna give it a try and if you hate it you hate it if not you, you can say that you tried it right and so as soon as I saw the robots in action and the presentations and everything like I completely was in I had fallen in love. I was like, yes, like this is this is exactly what I want to do. Um, and I ended up being involved in first robotics from sixth grade all the way through twelfth grade. Wow. Um, it was through first that I got kind of my first taste for computer science, engineering, engineering design, as well as where I was introduced to NC Wit um, at one of the competitions there where Bloomberg was sponsoring. Um, and so that that's kind of how I, I fell into the world of technology, computer science. And then once I got into high school, that was where I really found my passion in aerospace engineering. And that's kind of what drove me to, to find the intersection of ES and space, which is kind of what I'm working in now. So. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's so cool that you were like, no, I want to do fashion. Yeah. And your mom gave you that nice nudge. As I know, moms do. Yeah. <laughs> I sewing classes and everything. I think there was one time where one of the project runway like runner-ups was at one of the local malls like signing oh really design shirts or something and i was like we have to go we have to go like fashion design was my like total obsession until i saw these robots uh, do you still feel like you are interested in fashion like do you have a favorite designer or brand or have you just kind of like uh, i don't i don't know i i still follow a lot of like the project runway stars that i absolutely love like christian yeah. siriano like him like I, I told my mom that like if there's gonna ever be like any piece of fashion in my life it'll be like a custom wedding gown by Christian Siriano oh, that's so cool. awesome. yeah Charlotte. do you know um, who that is man I don't really I know don't I think I that. Um, I have tried to kind of stick with my creative side I used to be super into like photography and art and you know, fashion was just a part of that and I lost a lot of that as I kind of grew up into technology where you know it wasn't until very recently where stem turned into steam and as you go through college applications and you're trying to like get into engineering schools, like art is just not something colleges were looking at back in 2014. So it, it wasn't something that I was, you know, pursuing or you know, maintaining in my life until very recently when I started the magazine and you mm-hmm. started realizing that art is a big part of it, especially you know when you talk about like maker fields and all that kind of stuff. So I've been kind of getting into the, the crafting and maker spaces again. So Oh that's that's great. great. Yeah. Well, I know I want to, we want to hear all about how Reinvented Magazine was invented. 
<laughs> and maybe, um, and again, I just, I know you've been so busy, Kayla, you're working on your master's in, what is the master's in exactly? I know you have Space your... Space Systems Engineering. Space oh my Systems Engineering. Oh my gosh, what an inspiration. Yeah. And so I know you're really busy, but we really appreciate. And so I would love to he- have you, you know, share your story about how did Reinvented Magazine get started? What prompted yeah, that. what was the inspiration behind it, yeah. the story? Yeah, so um, I, I, I usually say that Reinvented started off as this kind of just selfish desire. Um, I grew up reading, like, uh, Teen Vogue, Marie Claire, Seventeen, um, all of your kind of stereotypical teens fashion magazines. Um, and once I graduated from college, I, I got one of my last issues of 17 in the mail. I was getting into those like self care days where I'd like, you know, pop open a bottle of wine, go sit in the bathtub and like just relax, read a magazine. And I realized that like I cared about absolutely none of the content in 17 anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I, I skipped right to the back where like the trauma Rama section was, like the funny story. The trauma Rama? The horoscopes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like embarrassing stories. <laughs> so funny. I don't have anything to read my self-care days anymore at that point you know I, I graduated I was an aerospace engineer I started working full-time I cared a lot more about like you know what's happening with NASA or you know the all female spacewalk things like that um and so I kind of just did like a frustrated grumpy kind of post and that and see what aspirations and computing Facebook group it was like why doesn't a magazine for like women like us exist like uh you know yeah might have keyboard smashed can't remember um <laughs> and this was this was at like you know it was at a decent at night so like I pretty much posted it I, I was awake for like maybe the first 30 comments of people like yeah like totally um, and then I fell asleep and woke up to like a discord server had started there were like 300 comments on this oh, wow. I was like, like this had blown up in the page and like people were just it was so excited like about this idea and wanting to get started that they, they kind of like started without me even like prompting them to start um, so I joined like this Discord server, and you know they were like, "Okay, we we've been waiting for you, Kayla." Next, and I was like, "I don't I don't know." Half awake, like I guess we we make this magazine, um, and so we did. We we it took a year to get kind of started up from you know the time when I posted all the way through when issue one finally you know, was printed. Um, in between, we we definitely you know, had to scale down our team to you know, students who were you know the motivated and had the time to actually dedicate to this and were. You know, had knowledge on you know crowdfunding. Um, you know, we kicked off a women you should fund crowdfunding campaign to you know kind of fund our first issue. Um, that raised like almost nine thousand dollars. We like wow. way beyond what we had thought. Um, wow. And so issue one was kind of born. And I think that since then it's it's formed from this like selfish I want to read this on my self care days to you know kind of toning back the audience to something a little bit younger than me. You know high school, early college, you know even a little bit of late college, and made it more of this empowering inspirational magazine that was meant to kind of help be the spark or the encouragement that you know women who are either just about to choose STEM or have just chosen STEM to keep them you know continuing to you know grow within these STEM fields so that we don't lose them you know as they grow through the pipeline so. yeah absolutely wow I think yeah. about how long ago when did the first issue come out I know I have all your issues sitting right here but I want to look August at, of 2019 it's, so, oh, it's the first one is a little over a year ago yeah really Kaylee that's incredible wow. and I can't wait you know we're going to tag your uh, 
um, Instagram and website, everything in, in the What's Your Take, you know, Instagram feed so people can just see it and order and the paper copies. I love the paper copies. I mean, I just love the physical contact of reading, you know, especially in the Zoom world that we're all in. It's, isn't it nice to just look at yeah. paper products, how much we really appreciate getting something in the I mail know. or, you know. Well, when you were saying when you were younger, you would get like Teen Vogue or Seventeen. I literally remember me like getting it in the mailbox after school, getting a snack and just like reading it front to back. But I do remember also thinking to myself, like not obviously not how you thought like the technology aspect, but I was like, none of these models are realistic yeah. or stuff like that. So that's great that you're kind of reinventing yeah. the magazine world. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the title, how did you come up with the title? Cause I think about reinvented is definitely is geared toward, um, you know, those who re- identify maybe female gender, but also not just for the young. I mean, I am 57 years old. I'm not ashamed to say that. <laughs> Maybe in 10 years, I won't say my age, but I feel as if I sort of reinvented myself in the past five years as well, retiring as a school counselor. Now I'm teaching as in graduate school counseling, as well as working with NC WIT. And um, it's not a complete reinvention, but you know, Maggie's dad was looking at your latest issues like, wow, this is fantastic. So such a good inspiration for all really. But in particular, I know, and you can speak to this as well, how women are underrepresented in mm-hmm. computer science. And maybe I would love to hear a little bit more from you on some of the challenges and obstacles you've experienced in your education and career, if any, in mm-hmm. aerospace and computer science. Have there been situations when you feel as if you were being under, you know, the minority in a work situation or a classroom situation that was really frustrating for you or you felt like, oh, there should be some changes in yeah, this? Oh, yeah, for sure. I feel like if you ask pretty much any woman in STEM, they'll, they'll all say that you know, they have very similar stories. Um, I, like I said, I was really lucky in that, you know, I grew up with two engineers, so I never got any of that at home. I never had mm-hmm. a parent or family member tell me that, like, STEM was not for me. Um, it wasn't until, I think, my senior year of high school where on one of our robotics matches in, like, the finals or something, um, we were paired with an all, like, I was on an all-girls first robotics team, um, and we were playing with an alliance so we were supposed to work together um with an all-male team um and they they stood there and they they pretty much were like just stand in the corner we'll we'll do this for you like don't worry about it like don't don't even like move your robot and we were like like what the heck man like no um like we we had consistently higher scores than they did like we were like killing it that day we were like i don't know what was coming from and it wasn't really I started, you know, seeing more of that kind of behavior as I started to grow through college that I looked back and was like, okay, like I understand what was happening there. Like that was gender bias. Um, Hmm. And so I, I think that, you know, it it gets worse and worse, unfortunately, as you grow up, right. You you start getting into a different generation as you, you move through college where you're dealing with professors, with college students all the way through, you know, now I'm full time and I'm dealing with a lot of older white men at my job who just, mm-hmm. you don't have, they're, they're not growing up knowing that women belong in STEM. I think that now are starting to grow up, you know, with 
girls who code clubs, you know, society of women engineers, a lot more hands-on experience at younger you know, ages. Boys are growing up knowing that girls can do it too. But in college, you know, I had professors where you know, one of them in my first computer science course ever and my last because of it told me that if I didn't put a ring on my finger and keep it there, I would never succeed at that school. Oh, um, no. Like a total like breaking point for me it was one of those moments where like I turned to NC Witt and was like I don't even know how to respond to this and yeah you know, my mom was like let me make you some virtual you know tea and, um I think that you hear a lot of that and it's you know boys who don't want you on their project teams or boys who tell you to just you know do the pretty stuff and make the projects pretty or you know you get into your full-time job and people don't take you seriously unless like you get a man or your you know male mentor to say that you know yes her work looks good um so it it's definitely tough and i i think that we are making a lot of progress i think that there is a lot of work being done especially at younger levels where you know we're raising you know young men now to really you know understand that like stem is a women's field you know just as much um but we're we're still lacking i think in the older generations where they they grew up with that by going to be a lot bring them out of it and you know, force them to, to see that like this isn't just for you anymore yeah, um, yeah. but I, I think we're I think we're on the right track yeah oh that's appalling that story I, I know just yeah. I want to just like jump on the phone and drive to where this person is and well, just <laughs> I even experienced that in college and then I did a school after and I just remember I was in a group project with three guys and I could not, I kept getting interrupted. Oh. They would, I would, you know, pitch an idea and they'd be like, mm, let's go back to mine. And I think in, when that happened to me, I'm like, no, this can't be like, you know, come on, we're in 2020 now. But it's crazy that it's still going on. Men still, even if they don't real, if, even if they don't intentionally do it, it's just the way society has been. They've been socialized in a yeah. way. Yeah. But thank goodness for what I like about NC Wit also is that we have the males as allies. So we're educating young men. You know, mm-hmm. if you, you if you have a sister, a cousin, an aunt, a next door neighbor, a, a niece, you yeah. know, encourage them because, it, you know, computer science, as we know, it can change the trajectory of an individual as well as a family and a community because there totally. are so many positions that are unfilled and there's a huge need. And, you know, it's, and I know you know this already kelly like but when we have a diverse group we can come up with more creative solutions to problems well even someone just getting like reinvented in the mail you know instead of or even how you said dad looked at the magazine and it's like i have brothers too yeah Yeah. like just kind of i mean reinvented is really helping that yeah um wait did you have a no uh, you talked about, and we, when we talked on the phone before, you talked about, um, you know, how you take care of your mental health, how your mom will make you like a virtual cup That's of tea. So cute. Um, can you like talk about that more or, you know, like how you take care of yourself mentally, stuff like that? Yeah, sure. So I, I know I mentioned, you know, I, I struggle a lot with mental illness. Yeah, I have you know, extreme anxiety, panic disorders, as well as depression. So um, these were things that I, I discovered in college and kind of had to figure out in the midst of navigating my degree. Um, since then, I think that I've, you know, I've had a lot of ups and downs, mm-hmm. but I have been able to, I think, get to know myself a lot better than I did when I started college, and that's been really, really important. Um, I think for me, I mean, my mom has always been one of my, you know, 
best advocates for not just myself, you know, like my mental health and just taking care of myself, but also just in everything that I do. Um, our, our thing ever, like ever since I was little has been whenever I'm stressed out or whenever I'm having a really bad day or I start to cry or whatever it is, like the go-to is a cup of tea will make it all better. Uh, and my mom makes the best tea. I've had like my brother, my dad, boyfriends in the past who have all tried to like match her tea making <laughs> ability and like, you're like, just no. Oh. Uh, yeah. So when I went to college though, obviously, you know, if it became a lot harder for my mom to be there and make me a cup of tea. Um, so we, we started kind of doing like virtual cups of tea. Oh, so I would that. still call her whenever, you know, I was having a rough day or a bad day or got a bad grade or professor or a student said something really stupid or whatever it was. And she would always like, the first thing was like, okay, like I bought you that tea kettle, go make yourself some tea and yeah. then we can FaceTime or we can chat. Oh. Um, so she, and even, even today, like she's still like, you know, every time, like, I'm having a bad day or I don't feel good or whatever, she's like, well, have you tried tea yet? And I'm like, no, good idea. (laughs) She's so cute. Uh, Do you feel like you can make a cup of tea how she does, or is it still not the same? Oh, no, definitely not. I want a cup of tea now. I don't, I don't know. Like, it doesn't matter what, like, kind of tea it is. She always puts lemon and honey in it, Mm. and it always tastes great. And she, like, always gets it to, like, the perfect temperature where it only has to, like, sit for, like, a minute. You know, unlike, like, I, I, like, I'll, like, make it way too hot, and then I have to let it sit. And then by the time I'm, like, okay, this should be fine. It's, like, too cold. Like, I don't know. Everything she does about tea making is perfect. And I don't I don't, I don't know. She must have, like, trained somewhere or, like, it's in the mommy handbook. It's in the mommy. I think I missed that. Make it, yeah. I think I missed that chapter, like, Maggie. Mom, I, think, I need to meet your mom, Kaylee. I, I, I want to meet your mom. Her. She sounds wonderful. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> what is something that your mom, like, a quality in your mom that maybe you've learned from her or she's taught you and maybe it is the whole, you know, taking care of your mental health, but it sounds like you guys are in similar industries. Yeah. So I, my mom actually like very recently asked me like, what, what do I do to inspire you? And like, I I love that. I got to think back at like exactly what I told her, but I, I know that I mentioned that I think that a, a lot of who I am is because of my parents, my dad, you know, used to run his own business now he's the COO of his own business so I think I learned a lot of the be your own boss like do your own thing from him um, but my mom was always like the the cheerleader she was always giving back in everything that she could do um, between PTA Girl Scouts Junior League you know and, and all the while driving me all around I mean she she quit her job to take care of me and my brother at one point so she, she's always given up so much to like give back to everyone else. Oh. And I think that that was something that, you know, even today has still stuck with me. And I, you know, my dad has always been like, I said, like the, the CEO, be your own boss, the entrepreneur. But I think my mom was truly the reason why I ended up going, you know, and starting my own nonprofit. I think that if I hadn't have grown up with that, you know, give back as much as you can, or, you know, the Girl Scout motto of like, leave the world better than, you know, you, you found it. Yeah. Um, which was something like, you know, she was my Girl Scout leader. She ingrained in my memory. Um, um, I don't think that, you know, I would be 
the person I am today, you know, running a nonprofit, like doing this magazine with you know, passion for you know, making sure that the next generation is better than mine. So wow, I wow. What a great combination of the two. You know, you're giving back already, Kaylee. You're making such a difference in our world I'm already. Sure your mom is so proud. And it's the giving back and it's that entrepreneurial business. I mean, I know it's nonprofit, but this is a big deal. I like to talk yeah. about reinvented a little bit. I mean, I can you sort of share a little bit about how, you know how many staff you started with, mm-hmm. and then where it is right now, and and maybe where you see it to be, hopefully in maybe three to five go years. Where you want it to go? But, I mean, I just there's like yeah, ten different. It's a lot. I know. I, I'm my, sorry. My questions are like so many layers. So just pick one of them. <laughs> <laughs> we we started with about like twenty like very dedicated you know staff members um, who worked on the first issue. The first issue we had like maybe three or four staff writers who wrote the majority of the pieces with a few guest writers who can only like write one article at a time kind of a thing. You know, we were super new. We had printed 2,000 magazines in our first run. Um, and that was mainly like family and friends who supported, you know, the crowdfunding campaign. Um, we, we actually, we ended up having some issues with our printer. So they misprinted the first 2,000. And so we ended up with 4,000 total copies of the first issue, of which 2,000 of those that were misprinted ended up all getting donated to local libraries within Vermont. Oh. So that was like our first like chance to actually give back to people through Reinvented, other than like the fact that the magazine. When um, you say it was misprinted, was it just like like something off with the font? Like or? They, there was nothing wrong like with the content. The content was fine. What happened was, I don't think that they ran it through the machines right. There were, like, a ton of scuff marks. There were some, like, pages, that kind of stuff. So, like, the content was all there. The pictures were all still there. But some of them were scuffed up or had weird, like, dots on them. Um, So we couldn't give them to customers, so we donated them to the local library. Oh, I love that. Um, So we, we started off with, like I said, the 20 staff members. Now we're on issue six. We have about... 10,000 readers all over the world. We have readers in all 50 states um, and over 25 different countries um, through our one-for-one program. So that's where, you know, for every one magazine that gets bought, we donate a print magazine to a girl in low-income or underserved areas that doesn't typically have access to STEM education resources. Um, We've donated over 3,500 copies or print magazines to um, those programs, which has been really, really exciting. And we have just over a hundred staff members working on the magazine now. I love it. It's grown a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That is so crazy. I mean, I'm just paging through the first issue and I know you had an internship with NASA, right? When you were in in college. And then also in the first issue, it touches on, you know, Imagineering the science of Disney parks. I mean, I think about CS plus X and I know engineering and design and computer science is everywhere, but I think sometimes we just forget what goes into the the creative side um, using our creativity and design Well, even like as you say, like Disney, like I yeah, know. So, so exciting. Um, uh, and I, I think that like the versatility of STEM and not just the versatility of like the fields themselves, but also the women within those fields. Yeah. I think one of my favorites was in issue, I think it was issue two or three, um, or maybe it was one, Dr. Merritt Moore, uh, who is a quantum physicist and also a professional ballerina. Oh. Um, like 
so so oh, right so there, yeah. cool that she like all of her pictures with robots and like her ballet slippers or her point slippers yeah. i like that but it's also so important to not just show that like stem and tech can be integrated into just about every field which you know going back to the you know the idea that i wanted to be a fashion designer i made sure that a fashion section is still you know is in just about every issue if you notice yeah some kind of like fashion and tech thing but also that the women that we're showcasing have wives and do things outside of stem careers like yes are people that they don't have to give up any part of themselves to to focus which was, you know, like I said, something that I kind of did as I went through high school and college and I'm just starting to like rebrand that part of my life now. So making sure that our readers know that you, you can you know, be a ballerina, you can like dress up like Disney princesses, you can play with elephants, which was another super cool one that we, we had, like or awesome. be a kickboxer, like you can do all of these things and also be food scientists physicists, astronomers. Yeah. yeah, you, you can know, wear many hats. All that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. I just, I also feel like you wear so many hats. Like, when we were, had the, our original phone call, and then you're like, oh, I'm also in school. And we're like, what? How do you do this? Um, no, I love that. Yeah. Wow. That, you know, and it, you, you've humanized the career, and you're making it more, um, as we know, when we have role models, based on gender, ethnicity, um, dem- different demographics, we will encourage young women to consider and yeah. see when they see others, they can see themselves in those, you yeah. know, people and with the interest in the hobbies too, you know, dance and fashion. I'd love that. Yeah. That is so good. Um, so I love her hair on this one, the pink hair. <laughs> I know. Awesome, yeah. So I know you have the online magazines, and people can also order the paper copies, right? And so we're going to make sure we do a great yeah, job. Yeah, make sure. Oh, I got to tell you a funny story, Kelly. You know, I also ordered your Legos. I love, you know, we talked last time how I just, I've become so addicted to Legos now. So yeah. much so that I have your women in science. Yeah, you, you definitely have to meet my mom then. Our, our whole basement, every time I go home for the holidays, which... I'll be. I'll have to have her take a picture this year. She has a whole wall of Lego minifigures. Oh, just like not like Lego sets, just minifigures. Just the minifigures. Just, oh, just the minifigures, and it, it like the the wall grows every year. So oh. I'll have to oh. I definitely want to see that photo. So we, we recently, Maggie's older brother was is home now, um, and so we purchased that Lego. I'm not trying to do a shout out to Lego necessarily, but I want there's a point to my story. Okay, <laughs> but anyway, we purchased that VW. There's a cute VW bus with Lego, like the VW van. But I have my women computer scientists in the VW. I have the biologist in the VW. So they're really cool. They're traveling around the country. <laughs> yeah. The women. So if you people are looking listening to me, like just go to the website, you'll know what I'm talking about. Order the minifigures, <laughs> women in science. I love it. Oh, that's cool. But yeah. no, the uh, what is it? The VW. The VW bus. It's so cool. in there. Now I have the women scientists on their computers oh. in the van, like they're in the Lego van. So it all, Legos are great. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. I have Just, a. I'm a nanny, and I the boys I nanny for one of them is nine and he loves Legos and he wants to be an engineer yeah so I'm like keep building you know my mind doesn't really think I don't know I'm not as um 
you know, can sit down and you and Max are really can do that for hours. Your design thinking is different. Yeah. My design. Yeah. I it's think. not that I don't like, I love Legos. I remember playing with them when I was younger, but I would more like, instead of build, like do a story yeah. sort of thing. So, but no, it's cool at a young age too, how Legos can be really foster yeah. that creative mm-hmm. thinking. And, yeah. And um, now that they're having women Legos. I know. Let's go. Um, so Kaylee, what other, what advice would you give to any middle school, high school, college, 57 year old? <laughs> How old are you again? No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> no. I mean, what advice would you give to your younger self, your younger self or any of our, because we're going to have, a, we have a lot of listeners from all over the world as well. And we're going to have demographics um, and parents and, you know, those who have cousins or thinking themselves, if they're even thinking of a career change, what advice would you give to someone in there at the point, especially in this virtual world that we're in? Um, and especially I think about all the students who are now going back home, they're doing remote learning. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of fatigue with it as well. Pandemic fatigue. What kinds of encouragement and opportunities should young people look into if they want to consider Mm -hmm. something with computer science and not just young people, older people too. Any advice? Yeah, so I think, uh, again, you, you had a lot of tears in there. I know. But <laughs> Sorry. I, I she always does resources this. Bit. Um, like, if you are a young girl looking to get involved in computer science, I mean, obviously check out Reinvented Magazine. You'll get exposed to a lot of role models. We also have um, a ton of new workshops that we do, panels that we have, a lot of different ways that you can kind of get involved and get introduced to the world of STEM. Um, NCWIT is another really, really amazing resource. Get involved, and I know it's a little hard now, but any of the after-school clubs and programs that are interesting to you, even if it's not like first robotics, I know it's a little like into your other like resources at school, like science competitions, science Olympiads, athletes, anything like that where you can start to get a taste for what you know, STEM is about. Um, don't shy away from taking those computer science courses. Yeah. Um, I think the other, you know, I don't know if it's a great thing that came out of COVID. Um, I guess it's one of the few good things that came out of COVID is that um, STEM resources are so much more accessible now because a lot of them are online. So just mm. you know, Googling like computer science courses, you, you can find so many different online resources that you can get involved in. Totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. Outside of resources, I think that my number one piece of advice is always to be unapologetically yourself. Um, I think that applies to just about everyone, any age range, any demographic. Um, I think, like I've said a few times, is that, you know, as you start in STEM, I think you're pressured into losing parts of yourself, whether it's the femininity, whether it's the hobbies, you know, whatever it is, I think that, you know, you, you try your best to conform so you don't have to, you know, worry about the stereotypes and the gender bias and whatever it is. But the only way that we're going to be accepted as women in STEM is to, you know, be women in STEM as ourselves. I love that. The way that you'll enjoy what totally. you're doing is to do it as yourself. Um, so I, I'm always a huge advocate for not giving up any part of you that makes you who you are, um, whether that's fashion design, art, um, yeah. you know, running, you know, knitting. These are a couple things that I do. Um, whatever it is, like don't don't lose those parts of yourself to try and like become someone else or be you know what you think a woman in STEM looks like. Because the truth is, like there is no one idea of what we look like. We look like you. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's cool that yeah, <laughs> it's cool that oh. you're showing that in the magazine too, like with the ballerina. Yeah. Um, you know, she's doing so wearing so many hats that I think it's easy to think we all think, oh, I just can be this one path, and this is stereotype or whatever but it's like reinventing the way yeah i love i love that you have a panel coming up the steam dreamers panel and this is perfect isn't it and it's december 5th so we're going to make sure this gets out there so people can register but you have five panelists who will share their experiences of learning during the pandemic um and they're going to speak to probably a lot of different categories on computer science and medical technology um, mechanical engineering, right? And people can just sign up and attend this virtual yeah, webinar, right? Is that pretty much what happens? And we, We've been live streaming it through Twitch, so you can Twitch. watch it without even registering, but definitely register so you don't miss the link to our Twitch. I know, um, yeah. But yeah, th- this one's a little bit more new, unique. We typically have like professionals in STEM who join us and talk about their careers. It will be all students going to be very relatable to students and providing tips and advice on how some of the reinvented staff and other students have been surviving, you know, learning virtually, hybrid, in their classrooms during the pandemic. So. Oh, that is fantastic. Yeah. So we can't wait to learn more about yeah, that. Yeah, I'll definitely post, repost that on our yeah. um, podcast Instagram. Um, what does a normal... Does every day for you look similar? Do you, you said before you were super organized and you schedule out time if you, you know, need like a 10 minute break. Does every day for you look similar or does it just vary? Um, different. I think every day is different. Um, mm-hmm. Part of that for me is my job full time as a mission analyst. Every day looks different. Um, I'm not just straight up computer science. I do a lot of data visualization presentations. Mm-hmm. Um, I do a lot of coding, but it's not all coding. Sometimes it's just like days of math. Um, and then I come home and every day at reinvented is very different. You know, it depends on whether we're in the, the writing phase or the creative phase or the printing phase. You know, we have a lot of different initiatives going on. We just wrapped up our teacher care packages. Yes. We're getting ready. I have to go pick up issue six from the printer next Friday. Um, wow. So I think that it's it's a lot of fun and that I never really know what my day is going to look like until I wake up. Um, but it, it's definitely all different. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's wonderful. Um, that's so inspiring. I, I'm yeah. like, I need to do more. Uh, <laughs> I know you're inspiring us. Is there anything um, else you want to share out about just advice to give to any of our listeners about reinvented? I know all my questions are like many layers. <laughs> Number one, appreciate so much you yeah. spending time with us. And I want to make yeah. sure we, um, you know, honor your time as well, Kaylee. But I want to hear what other you know, pieces of advice do you have for anyone just wanting to consider the field of science, computer science, engineering? You asked that before. I know. Oh, I guess looking at reinvent, <laughs> looking at the panels. All right. Well, well I yeah. mean, unless there's anything. Is there anything else you want to share? Um, I mean, I think my, my other kind of pieces of advice, if you'd like, are to not be shy, to, mm-hmm. to not feel like you don't belong just because you don't look like you belong, um, to just go for it, um, and two, to not be discouraged. Yeah. Um, however that looks for you, whether it's calling your mom up for some virtual tea, 
or it's finding a support group within a girls who code and see what whatever seek out like your ways to not feel discouraged your support system those things that you know you you do to take care of yourself um and make sure you kind of have that list handy whether it's in your head or on your phone or like on your computer whatever it is so that you have it at all times because i guarantee you that in stem you're gonna have a rough day even if it's you know a bad grade or whatever it is a project that didn't work a bug you can't fix um, and you're gonna want to talk to someone you're going to want someone to tell you that like this is okay this is totally normal and we're gonna get through it and help you get through it yeah um, so just you know know that you know we exist women in stem exist we're not unicorns and we'd love for you to talk to us and tell us you know what you need help with um, we'd love to help you but we can't unless you you actually ask and you ask yeah and surrounding yourself with those people who support you who support us, who are positive. Yeah. I love that. That's great. Well, um, where can we find you? Like, I know reinvented. Do you have your own personal Instagram website you want to shout out? Or do you just recommend people, you know, looking up it's reinvent. Is there a website for reinvented? Yeah. yeah, so you can visit Reinvented in a whole bunch of different ways. I think we're on all social media platforms. Our website is just www.reinventedmagazine.com. That's so cool. Um, awesome. Reinvented Magazine on both Instagram and Facebook, and then at Reinvented Mag on Twitter. Cool. Um, I am on Instagram as at Kaylee Looney, and then on Twitter as at Kaylee with an underscore. Uh, I'll give you a follow. I'll go follow you. Um, I can I can give you a list if you want to send like yeah. I'll put it in our, we have our little show notes. I'll link all your, you know, I'll link reinvented and all that. Um, I do have kind of a last Uh, question that's like random, but we've talked about space and, you know, you worked for NASA. If you had the opportunity to go to space, would you? No. 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 I wouldn't either. I'm a little scaredy cat. I can't even get on an airplane. Oh, really? Um, My partner wants to go to space and every day I'm like, when he says that, I'm like, I'm not sure I have like enough mental health to like be an astronaut's wife. Oh. Um, I don't have enough like, you know, mental capacity to be an astronaut myself, but I love being a part of things that like help send people. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. At NASA. I don't do that as much now as a satellite. You were, um, but I, I love work and I, I would love to continue working in space, but I'd like to work on space things from the ground. Yeah, I'm with you, Kaylee. The person I know who, like, says no to that question, like, no, like, I, if you tell me that I can go to space, like, no, thank you. Um, <laughs> Even if someone said you'll return home safely, I'm like, no. 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 Someone else can good, go. Good here on the yeah. <laughs> that was a great question, Maggie. Would you go to space? Um, I don't think so. I can barely do, like, a Ferris wheel. Or also, it's very claustrophobic. Just, like, <laughs> right. so many things can go wrong. Yeah. I think I'd have a panic attack by the time I got to yeah. the moon yeah. or on the moon. Right. You know. And then, like, if you also look at it, like, you, there are statistics. I couldn't tell you off the top of my head, and it was, like, astronauts, like, way back in the shuttle days pretty much took, like, you know, they, they were like, okay, like, there's like a 70% chance this will work or something like that. And I'm like, I would not get on a rocket if there was like only a 70% Even sorry. Okay. Yeah. yeah, sorry. 99.9 even, I'd be like... Yeah, yeah. It's like, I will be the point one. It's just that out of control aspect and unknown. Like, it's like so many other people probably want to go to space. I will allow. Yeah, <laughs> I, I get a stomachache just being on a swing. You know, it's like, can you imagine? Yeah, we're not meant for space. Yeah, for yeah. those who are, we're grateful for you. I guess. Uh, 
Um, well, thank you so much. Yeah, Kaylee, thanks for, for spending time, time with us. It was such a treat right. to see you. I hope you get to sign some time for some self care today yes. or this weekend. Some tea. Or, Enjoy. Yeah, you know. I think uh, Bath and Body Works is having a sale on candles today. Ooh, oh. ooh candles! That's a good I one. Love candles. Yeah. Well, you're well, such an inspiration, Kaylee. Yeah. Thank you for again taking the time. Get ready to have an up switch in orders and an uptick in orders with magazines and Legos. Yeah, all of our listeners. <laughs> I know everyone will be. I know I want to get into Legos more. <laughs> all right, take care, Kaylee. Bye bye. Okay, good. <laughs> Did I do okay? Yeah, that was good.